The Super Balls podcast is meant uh, for an adult audience only. It may contain uh, sexually oriented content. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion yeah. is advised. Watch out. Just as long as you promise to take it easy, you know? You know exactly what I mean. You've come a long way since Frank the Tank, and we don't want him coming back now, do we? Honey, <laughs> Frank the Tank is not coming back, okay? That, that part of me is over. It's water under the bridge. Come. podcast coming at you live from a skyscraper up high in the sky of chicago the metropolis of the midway i am here live with frank the tank all right dude you don't have to you don't have to shout into it <laughs> just want to make sure they can hear me at home what up listeners it's, how we doing how we live in uh, i would say it's less about the volume and more about the thank you for calling it's all yes. about the voice Super Balls podcast coming to you. It's live. counterintuitive because on the uh, previous two podcasts, I could barely hear shit there. Previously Frank. on X Men. Previously <laughs> on Super Balls Respawn, I couldn't hear shit. Driving my earbud into my ear canal to try to make out what the fuck we were saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So, do you want to follow up on any of the topics that we had last podcast? Well, we sort of fizzled out on, uh, I think we fizzled out last week. I'm coming in hot. You know, something, Ooh. something came in, came, something, something, uh, perplexing happened to me on the, uh, red line. Ooh. Shouts out to the red line connecting the north to the south. So scumbags like me can make it up here at a cheap cost. Uh, so I could go on to the red line at the Sox 35th station. Shouts out Sox 35th station, home of the Chicago White Sox. And, uh, I sit down. And this uh, gentleman sits down next to me and compliments me on my knit cap. I don't know if you noticed. Did you see this bad boy when I walked in, Frankie? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's nice. That's some Jameson nice merch. Yeah. For, yeah, for the listener. It's a green knit cap, Jameson Irish whiskey. I also have a beanie that I could show you. Let me t- I want you to uh, rate my beanie on a scale of one to hipster. Hold on. Let me take it out of my, my bag here. Hold on. I got to put Get it some on. some dead air over here. This is bullshit. Dude. Okay. On a scale of one oh, to... Oh, is that a Kangol? Frank's rocking a Kangol hat. Is, like is that a, a Kangol? Like, like a jazz appreciative uh, older gentleman. Uh, I don't know what that brand is, but I don't think that's this. But okay. I'll, uh, I'm going to rock it the rest of the oh, Okay. If I had dreadlocks, they'd go right comfortably in here. Frank looks like a garden gnome, only much cooler. Yes. <laughs> what, what brand is that? I can't see it from uh, here with the it, dim lights. Well, I'm taking it off a third time. This brand, <laughs> <laughs> this brand is called... Uh, for Boosite? How would you pronounce that? It says there in the tag if you want to take a look. This one is uh, For Boosite. For Boosite. For Boosite. Ooh, that's, I can feel the nice quality in my hands. That's yeah, somebody call. actually sewed this and put it together. It is It is beanie weather here in Chi-Town, city of broad shoulders. It's feeling more like the Windy City lately. you got to bundle up, wear them layers. Yep. Anyhow, as I was saying, this gentleman sits down next to me on the train, looking like typical South Side guy. AKA looking basically exactly like me, like Irish white trash. 
and he compliments me on my beanie. I said, oh yeah, man, yeah, it's it's cool. And he's like, oh, where'd you find that thrift store? Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, uh, oh yeah, and then he said, my name's Sean. And I shook his hand and I said, oh wow, your hand's cold, man. And he goes, yeah, I've been sleeping in a tent. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You pull that on you, huh? Yeah, here. You pull that card this is, on you. This is why, oh, like, don't be fooled. Anyone who strikes a conversation with you on the train oh, is just, homeless. They, they, they just want your money. Guaranteed. They just want your wallet. Guaranteed homeless. And I was like, oh, damn, man, where, where's that? Where, where's your tent at? And he's like, oh, uh, you know, down in Chinatown, there's a, there's a good spot you can find. It's a nice wooded area by the train tracks. It's great so to like, know I might actually need that soon myself. Yeah, no, I put that one in the memory <laughs> bank. There's one that I see. I don't know what neighborhood to describe it as, but I, uh, it's, um, damn, yeah, it's, it's, it's around here. It's actually I've, surprisingly close yeah, to the where you actually, see that um, tent city. Yeah, there is a little bit of a tent city. Uh, if you go a few blocks north of here, or is it south? No, a few blocks north of here. So uh, my last company was not in the heart of the loop. My last company was, well, the, the building moved. So it used to be um, technically in the River North neighborhood. And it's over by where, rich people. Yeah, it's over by where the Bentley store is. Like my my last building was like over by the Bentley building. Shout out to six hundred West Chicago because that's where. What it up? Was. What up? <laughs> this is this would be a good point in time if we had a nice mixer to play like a sound effect. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, um, there was a time when so what would happen is there was a free shuttle from the uh, Union Station or Ogilvy to that building. And it would run all day long. You just have to wait for the for the bus and show your badge. And I remember there was a day where I worked so late, this one particular day a couple of years ago, where I missed the last bus going to the train station because they don't run all night. So I ended up walking from 600 West Chicago to Union, which was not a huge deal, actually. It was nice because I found a song that I really liked, you know, when you listen to it over and over again during that time. So What song was it, Frank? I don't remember. I just remember listening to it over and over again. But... Um, Anyway, the bottom line is I passed up one of these little, what did you call them? Tent neighborhoods? Tent cities is what they call them. Okay. But yeah, tent neighborhood. Sounds, that one's more of a Sounds like it's filled with intensity. Get it? Sounds like it's filled with intensity. Anyway. I heard it and I'm not going to laugh at it. That's great. So anyway, um, there's like a very small block and I don't even know what to really compare it to, but there's a small block within the inner city out here in the loop where it is... Just kind of, I think it's meant to be a very small park, but dude, it was all tents. Is it alongside the highway? No, it wasn't. It was like in the middle of, it's in the middle of the city. It was just like a, a park. Like, imagine if there was a park across the street from right here. Yeah. Same kind of deal. Yeah, and I, I don't know why on earth these people, why uh, Sean, shouts out to Sean, who I met on the red line earlier today. I don't know why on earth you would stick around in Chicago if you're living in a tent. Well, I do know that uh, a lot of times, um, the homeless people have this particular hustle that they like to do or like clearly this man has a strategy to talk to strangers that works like we could talk about the homeless hustles that we know but one of the things that i do know because i've talked to somebody who's been homeless uh they never want to move to a city that they're not familiar with because it's hard to not only work the people and work the strategy that they don't know but also they're usually hooked up with some kind of drug dealer wherever their hometown is so that's where they're going to get their supply of drugs if they're, you know, homeless because of their, you know, drug addiction. So since that's hard to find in a new city, they usually stick to where they're at. Like uh, the guy that I talked to actually was offered to get like move to Florida or something like that. But it was like during the summer, it was really hot. And then he wasn't sure 
like of the hustles down there and he's like oh it's hot and muggy and like i don't want to do that don't want to like, get chomped by a gator yeah like you don't know what you're doing you can set, <laughs> you dude, just you wake can, up dude, and you can set up a tent chomping on your tent yeah dude you set up a tent and next thing you know you you wake up there's a gator holding onto your leg you never or know just a giant anacondas wrapping around the outside of your tent uh, horrifying I don't even know. I think the worst part of Florida, from my experience, is I've been there a few times. Worst part is something that's the worst thing about a lot of places, and it's the mosquitoes. Because Florida's a like it's a lot of swamp. Oh yeah, it's all and mosquitoes. Just hot, love hot breeding swamp. in there. Like, oh my god, dude, mosquitoes are out of control. Yeah, they they probably have to do those like mass sprayings that I know they've I've seen it up in Michigan visiting my they got, grandparents. Yeah, they got they that got here it. too. Yeah. They, sp- they spray the streets with DEET, is what it's called. Yep. That's always which. A- it, it, it just blows my mind thinking about how people used to live back then where it's like your clothes are made out of itchy ass burlap and it's like summertime 100 degrees out in the wilderness you got all this you got to deal with and then on top of that you got all these bugs and no insect repellent life well, sucked back it's, then it's interesting because it's like with mosquitoes at least it's like an arms race of like can we create a chemical that's powerful enough to kill them all but then they there's so many mosquitoes and some will die but not all it's no. like we're we're breeding this race of super mosquitoes that are immune to all these chemicals and stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. Shouts out to the super mosquitoes. How do you feel about on the same topic of mosquitoes? Um, how would you feel about a, a a government who would take mosquitoes to distribute a flu vaccine or like uh, an inoculation for something? Uh, why would they do that? So the thing about it is, like right now is flu shot season, as you know. Yep. Um, so everybody is pretty much encouraged to get a flu shot. And uh, there is the potential to have technology in a way where you could put uh, uh, a little bit of the flu inside of a mosquito or instead of multiple mosquitoes, like the flu shot per se, and then they would breed and release that flu shot for that year. And to, like, they, would, <laughs> they would actually bite you to get their blood, but in exchange they would inoculate you. Uh, but well, the, yeah, I would be opposed to that because that sounds creepy as fuck. The government—it's a real just thing. Deciding it's, to... it's, it's not my original idea, right here. Like that's—it's that's been talked about, been spoken about, huh? Where, where's that been spoken about? I know it's definitely in a, diff- a couple different science fiction movies. Oh, but I think the technology is getting really close to where we probably could do something like that, where you wouldn't have a say. It would just sort of like the government would be like, "Oh, they get these guys need their flu shot. Like, release the mosquitoes. Like, go for it." I mean, yeah, I think that's creepy as hell. Like not it's having very consent, not having consent well, as to what you're going to be. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't get con- with. you wouldn't get consent, but at the same time, if you're one of those people who like will go get your flu shot and really wishes they like they don't want to get sick, but those people would be great because nobody would be sick around you, right? Well, the, I think one problem I can think of off the rip is uh, what about people who are really good <laughs> right off, off the, the off the jump, so to speak. <laughs> What what about people who are really good at swatting mosquitoes? They all die out, and then we're then, then we got what then the we're hell? stuck then we're stuck with super mosquitoes. I and in a couple gonna... generations, people who are really uncoordinated and can't swat mosquitoes. I thought you were gonna say some jazz like, "What if they don't put the uh, inoculation inside of the mosquito? What if they put drugs or like something we shouldn't be taking? What if they put fluoride inside of it or something?" <laughs> One out of every hundred mosquitoes is straight heroin. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, like that's what I thought you were gonna like say. Some, like, some who knows what they're gonna be injecting nice into you? Tar. You know. Yeah. Um, well, shit. I mean, if you if you add the element of a sweepstakes, that makes it more exciting. Like a lottery. Yeah, like a like a lottery where every every hundred mosquito is black tar. Okay. So, so if, and then if you could also 
put something in the mosquitoes that when you get injected with it makes you not want to be homeless anymore, then you solve the homeless problem. Well, so just spitballing here. I'm just I'm just gonna throw I, this so one up on the whiteboard. Bottom line, I would also be against it, right? Because not only do you not have consent, but you also don't know exactly what they would be putting in there, right? Regardless, like how much would you trust somebody saying like, oh. There's going to be mosquitoes that are going to be released for X, Y, Z, but you don't really know, right? Who's there to, like, what's the checks and balances, right? So on the one hand, I sort of have that thought process, but I did have a really intelligent conversation about it with somebody who said not only will that happen at some point, but when you really think about it in a perspective of right now, that's sort of the same amount of control we have with our water supply. I was just about to say. Because yeah. the government does put, it's been proven, everybody, look it up on Google, the, the government has put drugs in the water before in very small amounts. and That's what's making the frogs gay. Yeah, the frogs are definitely uh, gay because of the, the, the water. That way to go. <laughs> we were talking about Alex Jones the other day, and that, so that's been bouncing around. Oh, yeah, cranium. we were. We were talking about Alex Jones, weren't we? You brought up the frogs being gay thing. I, did, I've, heard, I did. I've never seen Alex Jones or heard him, but like... I've I've heard it. that's that's one of what's that's a hot so, uh, hot phrase. Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist, and he was uh, so Alex Jones is actually in charge of a radio show. Where he was, and it was called Infowars. Right, and from what he was like, I, I heard about him first for because uh, he was he denied the Sandy Hook shooting, saying he did. it was a hoax. But then I looked into that since we, we were since, since uh, me, you, and Ruru were talking about that the other day at lunch. Oh, Ruru? The, um, oh. the Sandy Hook conspiracy. He, bu- he buys into it, dude. He knows all about that. He pretends <laughs> he's coy, but. I went home. Yeah, I went home and looked into it, and it's like the first sentence on Wikipedia is like, nothing to see here. It is proven fact. You, you should not look into this anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's, it's well, very sad. Anyway, um, what, were we, what were we saying? Talking about these mosquitoes with vaccines oh, yeah. in them. That's not I a mean, real thing, but we're debating it at length. I don't know how we went from mosquitoes to Sandy Hook. Flu oh, shots. Alex Jones. So Alex Jones, his his career is, or was, I have a radio show, I have a podcast, whatever. I have a TV show, internet TV show. I'm going to scare the listeners or the viewers. And by the way, I'm also selling survival stuff. As, or I'm sponsoring survival stuff. So Brilliant. he'd be like, really? let me scare you into thinking the government's going to shut down in three months. And then, by the way, I'm also selling these MREs that you could eat in the event that the government shuts down. Brilliant. So Brilliant then, business model. <laughs> so then what actually happened to him, because he said, he's he, over the years he has said some really crazy stuff. Um, and I don't think a lot of it, some of it is, is based off of some truth, which is interesting. Um, but he, he's, he's a fear monger, right? So... Uh, he did go through a divorce where his the custody of his kids were like at stake, and the his ex wife was like, "Hey, this guy's clearly crazy. Listen to what he does for a career." So his defense, <laughs> and this is just to gain custody of his kids. His defense was like, "I'm not crazy. This is just a character I play that's not truthful to who I am." And ever since he came out and said that, his career is pretty much in the toilet. So, is it though? Because like everyone, everyone knows who he is. I'm sure he's still got money. He does. does yeah, he yes, yes, and yes. But I'm just t- talking about like growth in his career. Like he's never going to be like. Yeah. No. He's 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 like kind pe- of a punchline. From... Yeah. People people had you know what it, you know what really happened is like people stopped taking him seriously. <laughs> and that's the that's kind of the worst. Like, does he have a career? Yeah, but it's more like at all. Yeah. It's more like let's have Alex Jones on to make fun of him. It's not because he's viewed as a subject matter expert anymore. Right. <laughs> Oh, dude. Do you think we can get him on? 
Alex Jones? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Let's. Uh, we'll Alex go- Jones, if you're listening to this right now, we'll uh, come on. Come on C- down. Call me on my uh, dial pad. <laughs> <laughs> call me on my dial pad. It's 555 555 Call today. It so, will cost. Uh, it will cost you a hundred bucks a piece. You got to pay both Frank and I one hundred dollars in cash money, and we'll be happy to have you on the next edition of Super Balls. So <laughs> that's that's how I like to do it, and I don't I don't like to just swallow them normally. I like to crush them up and snort it in powder form. And normally normally that works okay, but I think I overdid it last night because that's how I that's how I unwind when I come home from my second snort job. Viagra. Vi- yeah, Viagra and my IBS medication. I crush it up with a mort- mortar and pestle. Nice. And uh, it's, it last last night I had a few too many lines, bumped too many long rails of that. And uh, you're so lucky about editing you know, this all out. Like none of this is useful. Damn, I had a pretty hey, good. Ri- you... I, I, I had a pretty good yes and riff going there for a second. You, I mean, it's um... a comedy podcast, and none of it is legally <laughs> binding, so it's totally fine. Did, did you? Uh, I so used to loud. take the CTA. How many how many homeless guys propositioned you? On the train, only a couple in the entirety of the few years that he said. I, t- I took it for four years when I was in college. Yeah. It was... He's just not making eye contact with these fuckers. But when they, they trick you and they're just like, hey, I'm a normal guy. And you're like, oh, yeah, are you normal? And it's like, yeah, I live in a tent. And it's like, oh. Uh, uh. I got tricked once pretty good. Um, so I don't know if I told you this story, but there was a really good hustle that uh, – there was a time where even I was like not not – I was hustled, but I was kind of impressed. So what happened was – um, as the listeners may know, and I'm not afraid to sort of say it anymore because I'm not working for them anymore, but I used to work for Apple. When you work for Apple, they send you to what's called core training at your local headquarters for Apple, which in my case was the Michigan Avenue store. When I started working for Apple, uh, it was right after Hurricane Katrina happened, and my ex-girlfriend's family took in a relative of theirs. He was like an uncle or something. His name was Ray. And he just wanted to see downtown, right? And his whole thing was, let me lose downtown and I'll just explore and, like, you know, find my way. So I remember I was dressed up to go to core training for Apple, and he was like, we, we came on the train together, right? So long story short, I'm dressed pretty nice for my first day or for my orientation because that's what core training is, is orientation. And Low, deep V-neck? No, the it wasn't – it wasn't uh, at that time, the, v- that time the V-necks were not in I don't think yeah, the V-necks were in style at that time. Oh, no, that came out a little bit after Hurricane Katrina. Anyway, continue. Yeah, no, so... So, so I was sexy as hell. What are you wearing? Uh, <laughs> what was I wearing? I think I was wearing, like, a, a shirt that had, like, blue vertical stripes that were of different shades that I actually got from my grandfather. Uh, you know, he was deceased. But, like, I, I kept rocking a shirt for years because it's kind of, like, paying respect to him, you know? Like, I'd wear a lot of his clothes. So, anyway, I was wearing that. Some slacks and so some... was the shirt from back in the day, or it was a formal. It was shirt? like a nice. It was like a nice shirt that he probably got like at Sears or something, like something really in like nice. the seventies. Not the seventies. No. What do you think? I, what do you take me for, man? I'm just trying no. to get a mental image of young, sexy Frank uh, showing up all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on his first day of well, Apple training. The, the important part was I was wearing these. He was shoes. hot back then, listeners. I've I seen, was. I've seen pictures. He he was. I used to he be was attractive. A tall glass of water. I I used to be attractive. I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I used to be. Skinny doing P90X, and now I'm like fucking 30 pounds of fucking raw meat stuffed in a 20 pound garbage bag, <laughs> bursted at the seams. Uh, anyway, um, so the shoes that I was wearing Still were, sexy, were nice shoes, and I was like waiting at a red light to cross the street to get to Apple. 
This fucking guy waits for the light to turn red, so I have to stop at the corner. And I was with, like, a bunch of people that we all stopped together, just like any other day. And this fucking guy walks up to me, says, you look really nice today. I'm like, thanks. And then he gets down on one knee like he's going to propose, but then out of his back pocket or something, he pulls out shoe polish and a rag. And he starts polishing my shoes. And I'm like, whoa, 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 I don't... He's like, no, man, I want to make sure you look your best. Oh, my and I'm at a red light, so he's, it's not like he cornered me, but I can't go back because I, like, push back into people. And I can't really go anywhere because he knows I'm waiting to cross. So he starts polishing my shoes. And by the way, the polish was, like, watered down to, like, of course, make yeah, it last. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah, really good. Awful. Yeah, it's just, like, it's the same exact hustle as the let me wash your windshield with a fucking newspaper and yes. mostly water and just smear yeah, And the thing around. about the shoe polish is it's oil-based, right? So, like, if you water it down, it's not going to be good because they don't mix. So here he is. I'm feeling stupid. And then after he's done, he's like, oh, man, your shoes look so much better. Now how about a little bit of a – how about a little bit of a tip out of your wallet, you know? And I, I was just like, dude, listen, I don't got any money for you. <laughs> it's a hustle as old as time. It's like do the service first and then, you know, you force them to pay. Yeah, because then you're bound by, like, some sense of guilt that you'll have. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I almost fell for that one of my first times in uh, down in New York City in Times Square. Not, not hand Pistol you, Wave in New Haven? Not Pistol Wave in New Haven. This is uh, this is super corporate uh, touristy Times Square. Ooh. They'll uh, they'll be like, yo, my name's, Re- uh, yo, my name's you know, XYZ. I'm MC Horse Nuts or whatever the fuck. These are my <laughs> free mixtapes. Frank's dying. MC Horse Nuts, he'll hand you a free mixtape. He'll oh. be like, yo, man, yo, you like rap? You like hip-hop? Yo, you like this? Yeah, you're going to love this. Here, you know what? I'm going to oh, make it big God. one day. I'm going to sign this for you. So he'll sign it to, and he hands it to you. And when you're just, when you're a young, impressionable dumbass like me, you're like, oh, wow, thanks, mister. Golly, I'm sure going to listen to this mixtape. <laughs> you, <said, laughs> you said DJ Horse Nuts. Yeah. I'm drinking this Coke Zero. MC Horse Nuts. It, MC Horse Nuts. Don't get nuts. it twisted, y'all. That's MC Horse Nuts with and, two Zs at the end. And when I when I laughed, it shot the Coke Zero up my nose. So, like, I have a Coke Zero coming out of my but nose. But, like, yeah, and then he hands it to you, and he's like, yo, and I just asked for a donation of, of $10. <laughs> or, no, I was like, I, I'm just asking uh, just a simple donation of $20. And I'm like, oh, geez, you can have it back, mister. He's like, oh, $15, $10, $5. I'm just like, nah, 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 nah. You, gotta walk you know off. that if you listen to that mixtape, it's all like music. It's like, fuck you. Like, it's not gonna be a real thing. No, it's gonna be like you put in it. It's like ah. This is gonna be a track of him laughing for an hour. It's like that's what you get. <laughs> I mean, so many people have mixtapes in New York because you know anyone who's trying to make it goes to New York or L.A. or here. So there's yeah, there's plenty of guys who moved from all the shitty areas Dude, my- around. My whole my whole face got burned off with that Coke Zero going up my nose. Like my whole passageway yeah. between nose. Now like that's so bad. It's Free good. advertising for Coca Cola. I mean, they need all the help they can get. They're just a small mom and pop organization over there. Yeah, the smallest of mom and pop. Coke is better than Pepsi though, and it's 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 clear it clearly tastes better than all the other comp- competing uh, colas. Yeah, I uh, I've actually when I was a kid I used to like Pepsi more. I think it might have been just, like just their marketing though, like not the actual. I collected all the Star Wars Episode One uh, cans. You remember those, the collectible cans? I remember they used to do collectible cans for everything. Yeah, well, they had all the characters. Did you Star drink Wars the liquid one, out, or did you just them. like, did you leave the Coke in there, or oh, the no, Pepsi I drank in there? It. Yeah, I drank it. So you just have empty fucking cans at your place? Yeah, or? I had them all stacked up. I think I collected <laughs> them all, or I got damn close. I don't think I got them all. But are there, I got are damn there any close other homeless hobbies that you have? 
Um, no, that's not a homeless hobby. Homeless hobby is collecting returning. cans is not a homeless hobby. Yeah, but then redeeming them for the five cents is. I did that too when I was super broke in my super broke days in Pistol Wave in New Haven. You would see me. I would be the guy who. Yeah, I would be like. I've been in some dark times where it's like, true, true, true story. Like there was a time where I went to McDonald's and I dropped the money like that was giving to the drive through person. And I opened my door to like get the money off of the ground. There was like $20 of quarters Woo. right in front of the drive through. Hell yes. You better believe I came back to just collect that change because people drop their money and they don't even give a fuck. They'll just drive away. They're too fat. No, it's pretty much like a toll. Th- yeah, I mean, yes and no. Like, yeah. you're already going to McDonald's. Like, are you really going to like bend over or like get out of your car to get that 25 cents you dropped? No. Hell no. Hell no. Hell to the no. Yeah, I'll, uh, if you see a quarter on the street today, you. You Frank Burrito. If you see a quarter on the sidewalk outside, do you pick it up? A quarter, yes. Anything below, fuck that. Mm, depending on how desperate I am, if I see a you dime, see two dimes. If you see, if you see two dimes, if I see two dimes on the ground, I yeah. I no, I, I probably wouldn't. Think about dimes is since they're so tiny, it also gives you the illusion that they're not worth shit. They kind of aren't in this day and age. They really are. What if what if pennies were huge? What if pennies were like the size of like hockey pucks? Would you be more inclined to pick right, up like a penny? Size of a dinner plate, <laughs> yeah, size of a fucking dinner plate. <laughs> They're just like dinner plates everywhere on the floor. Like, would you grab those? Oh, there's a there's another hot button issue we could debate. Is uh, why don't they just get rid of the penny? That's Round not a, everything that's not up a, or down. That's not a hot button debate. We both agree they should get rid of that shit because it actually costs it, more it costs, to make them. Yeah, so year per year, pennies used to be made out of copper, and then the price of copper was worth more than a penny. So a lot of people were melting down the pennies. Since then, the penny has actually been made out of zinc, which is a lot more worthless. <laughs> but uh, the way our currency works is it actually costs the country, I think, somewhere between $200,000 to $400,000 per year just so we can have the penny. Where if they were to round it to the nickel, like all prices to the nickel, we actually would save the country like $400,000. Man, it's too bad we don't have real politicians who, are, who will like look at something like that and just be like, oh, yeah, this clearly doesn't make sense. Why well, don't we just I, I, feel like, I feel like politicians probably have done that already, but if you say, let's get rid of Lincoln and the penny, it's like they're being unpatriotic. He's already on the five. What's Lincoln, though, man? He made Thriller. Land of Lincoln. Thriller. You're right. Yeah, dude, that's, that. that's like, dude, that's like the most... Him and his wooden teeth and his eye patch. Well, dude, listen. These politicians only care about one thing, re-election, right? And if you were to do something so unpatriotic as getting rid of the president and the penny, like, like, you're sabotaging your career. I think Americans would get on board. If Trump tomorrow tried to get rid of the penny, people would get on board with it. Nobody cares. Dude, every, at this point... And then the Democrats would be like, oh, we can't get rid of the penny because we dude, always at, have to disagree at because this, at this there's point, two parties. <laughs> Trump has fucked up so much, it doesn't matter what that guy wants, everybody will go the opposite way. I feel it. I don't know. Yeah, no, everybody hates him is. so much. I don't know... Uh, let's not bring this up again. We, we talked yeah, about this at length yeah, last time. That's my fault for bringing, bringing in the big T. Damn. He's just man. He just he, he's everywhere. He's on the he's in the freaking um he was in the Spanish newspaper I picked up and I was reading on the bus. He's, he's got like he's got like three of the fifteen pages in that. He's just you know he does a great job of making sure he's in the news. Oh dude, but, you know what? What do you know what I meant to tell you? Go ahead. Oh, shit. I poured too much Coke Zero. And now he's peeing on the floor. No, I'm letting it drip on the floor. Um, no. So, um. Do you remember when I picked you up in that Mustang and we were in uh, Uptown? 
It was a magical morning. Frank's car corner. Frank rented a Mustang. <laughs> nah, so Frank's car corner. Throw me that Kleenex over there if you can. My best friend Ryan and I, we uh, we really like Rocky movies. And uh, if you guys are fans, there's that movie with uh, Drago, Ivan Drago. He fucking punches Rocky a Apollo. Yeah, he punches Apollo Creed in the face and he fucking dies in the fight. So my friend sent me a message one. right now saying stop the fight and he links me to a TMZ link which I didn't open but the the link itself it says boxer Patrick Day dead 27 after knockout to Charles Cornwell <laughs> I'm sorry I don't mean to laugh at death but he he but got he got, he, he got he got dude he, if he dies he dies <laughs> and no I, so I was going to tell you or we should tell the listeners we've already um, arranged for some guests to be on um, you want to talk about your guests first, and then I'll talk about my guests. Um, I don't, I don't want to drop it quite yet. Let's uh, let's let's keep the suspense okay. up until it's a sure thing, because I don't know if it's one hundred in stone yet. But okay, I think so. I I think more more likely than not, but I don't want to announce it quite yet. Maybe she, she's year. gonna bring her own microphone, right? I hope so. She could. I don't know. Probably not. Probably we'll not. See. We shall see. Probably not. Anyway, um, so there are two people that are gonna be coming on the show. One of them has no social media presence that I know about. The other one has her own makeup tutorial channel. And I don't know if she wants to go by her handle or by her name. But I also have... Always to... goes by her handle. Always. I don't know her handle, though. Otherwise, I would say it. Anyway, um, yeah, so she's going to be on. Um, she I've... would have a makeup tutorial YouTube channel. I had no idea. No, no, I'm not. Whatever she got. I don't know. I should ask her. That's how you can measure people's worth. Is well, our worth is, our worth is currently nine subscribers. Last time I Woo! checked, I should actually check again. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you jump in and talk about something while I check our analytics here? So well, well, Frank's crunching the numbers over there. Uh, oh, so I saw a piece of dog shit episode of American Horror Story with the lady last time I hung out with her. All right, nine. We're at nine subscribers. Coming up on double digits, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what comes after double, double digits? digits? It's triple digits. <laughs> that, that's when you really start rolling in the money. Oh, I'm sorry. Go Have ahead. Have you ever seen this piece of shit show called American Horror Story? Uh, American Horror Story the is the name of a like a big series of smaller shows, and I did watch an entire season, which was Asylum, is the one that I saw. Which season was that? I don't know the number of the season, but it's about an insane asylum, and it's really stupid and fucked up, because number one, it's not scary at all. Number two, it's just really dumb. Number three, you would think that a, like a, a series or a season that's called Asylum would be mostly to do with like an insane asylum, which it is, but somehow there's also like uh, zombies in there, there's aliens, like the whole thing is about aliens somehow at the very end. And every time they can't explain a plot hole, they're like, oh, well, the fucking aliens did it. Yeah. It's um, yeah. I thought I thought this was the most poorly written piece of garbage that I've seen in a long time. I just watched, or I couldn't even finish it. But it was season eight, episode one. It was a episode titled "The End," and the premise is good. And I was like, oh, I might be interested. What is it? Like what? Nuclear holocaust. So China just nukes everybody, and so it takes place in Los Angeles, and you see different people who are being taken to this bomb shelter. That's it's sort of an elite bomb shelter where. 
uh, the government picks like, oh, you've been selected by the government because you're special going here. And then there's some uh, and then Sounds there's some like rich Hitler. people who get in there, too, just because they're rich. And it was just dog. Shit. It was so bad. I was like, this is so poorly written, yep. so overacted. Yep. None of the lines were clever. They were trying to be clever, trying to be funny, but none of them were. Yeah. And it was just so bad. I couldn't believe that it was popular. And it's sort of... and. And so I looked it up on IMDb because I'm like, this is so bad. And it got like 8 out of 10. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? How is this so bad? I'll tell you why. I think I'll, I'll take a guess because, I mean, I'm not an expert and I can't say for sure, but I'm going to take a guess. I think we kind of touched on this in the last podcast, which was in regards to horror movies. Very few are block like blockbuster box office summer movies. There's very few that are like that. And the rest are just B and C list movies, right? So because the standards are so low for horror movies that anybody who makes anything, it's like automatically like, oh, so good. Yeah. I, I did start watching. There was a another season where it was like a hotel that was like haunted hotel, but like within the hotel, like Lady Gaga works at the hotel or some shit like that. I couldn't watch it. Unwatchable. 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 I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Usually I can tolerate something for an episode, especially when you're watching with the lady. You know how that goes. You're just like, all right, I'll tolerate this, you know, because... She tolerates my crap, Ooh. but then it's just like I had to say. I was like, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't tolerate me. I was like, I was like, I can't tolerate, tolerate me. I can't tolerate this shit tolerate anymore. Me. This is so bad. Every line, it was so poorly written that every line is like doing all the writing. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh hey dad, are you on that business trip? Because I know you're usually there because we're rich. You know, it's just like people. You know, when actors are stating the overly obvious oh, to try so to, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, it was awful. It's one of those shows Absolutely where like the awful. actors are not having fun, and you can see that through their acting. They're just like, <laughs> like yeah. why did I take this job? It's like, um, have you ever like sat down and watched like an evening lineup of like CBS or NBC or like the... not for fifteen years? It's incredible. Like one time when I was visiting my aunt, uh, you know, a couple years back, you know, we just sat down and we were just watching, you know, we were watching like you know CBS, and we saw like you know Hawaii Five O and like. It's just, I'm like, I'm appalled at what people are watching. It's just like so formulaic, but I guess that's what, that's what it's, older, it's weird. older folks like. It's it's weird because. Predictable, formulaic TV. You know, what's interesting is, uh, you know, I, I talked to my dad about this for a while, but um, when you're watching TV specifically and you're watching a show, no matter what the show is, it's interesting because TV you don't really know your audience. Like you can guess as like a TV studio, but what's funny is they will try to identify who their audience is and then they tailor the commercials to their audience. So if you're watching TV, like you're watching the prices, right? And they have like ads for like diapers and denture cream and like the Home hover rounds. Yeah. Yeah. The over ear hearing aids. Like, you know that they're they're They think like you're older and like you're an old person watching. Or like if you're watching, this hasn't happened to me. I, I used to, like, stay up until, like, 2 a.m. and I used to watch Cops as a kid, right? And at 2 a.m. is, like, when it switches over from, like, the nighttime broadcasting to, like, the early morning. I used to stay up. I used to watch In Order, 9 o'clock. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so I used to watch In Order, Fox News. Immediately after Fox News, it used to be The Simpsons used to come on. Hell yes. Immediately after greatest show, Greatest show ever made. It's, it was really good. I used to, used really, to really look good. forward. I used to look forward to watching The Simpsons. I used to actually, when I was a super little kid, watch TV from the moment I got home from school. I remember I used to watch Spider-Man the Animated Series. It's the first yes. show that was on. My One of my Great favorite show. shows. Great show. Oh, amazing show. My dad used to watch that with me. That's really? How, that's, yeah. It was so lit. He liked it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, um, 
there's a uh, a guy who plays metal covers of songs on YouTube. His name is like E Rock, and he actually did a cover to the anima- the animated Spider Man series show, and that was my ringtone for like two years. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Because it's got that really thing that's like, the only thing I don't like about it is it's got that robot voice that's like, spider blood, spider blood, radioactive spider blood. Yeah, I don't like that voice. I I wish I could find a version that doesn't have that, because that would totally be my ringtone to this day. E-Rock, if you're out there listening, please make a version without the voice. I was actually, I'm I'm probably going to email him about that. But anyway, um, so. Where's he based out of? Can we fly him in? I don't know. Do you want to look him up? Super Bowl Studios. (laughs) So anyway, I used to watch. Spider-Man the Animated Series, then Power Rangers used to come on. After Power Rangers, they would have, I want to say they had like a, a, a midday news, like from like 5 o'clock to 6. 6 o'clock would roll around. They would have Simpsons, then Home Improvement, and then The Simpsons again. Hell yeah. Yeah, Simpsons was on twice where I was too. Remember that? Yeah. yeah there was a there was a stretch, a glorious stretch of time where you could catch four episodes a day. And I would sometimes. It was yeah. So they would do episodes like during the daytime, then they would do two between. I think it would be like Simpsons five thirty, Home Improvement at six, then at six thirty Simpsons again, and then seven p.m. is prime time. So from seven to nine, every weekday it was like whatever their, whatever the movie was of the night or or whatever Fox wanted to show for that two hour time frame. Nine o'clock news, then the Simpsons again, and then it used to be uh, Frasier, which was great. I like Frasier. I really love Frasier. I never, I miss Frasier. I never, never quite caught it. It's fine. But I've heard, I, I've heard great things. I just never it's, actually uh, sat down and watched it. I felt like, as far as like TV sitcoms is concerned, it was kind of on the smarter spectrum. Yeah, like, maybe that's like the whole. Isn't that like the whole point? Isn't he just like a super arrogant guy? And that's yeah, he's just like he's like a psychiatrist in the show, and it's just like first world problems that are funny. Like that's mm-hmm. the show. Uh, if I, if I had a is it kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm? Curb Your Enthusiasm is a lot more like Seinfeld, where it's like, Curb Your Enthusiasm is not first world problems. I mean, it is, but it I is feel absolutely like that. Curb Your Enthusiasm's idea, like, I feel like the, man, I don't even know how to phrase this. I feel like the actual way you could summarize Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is actually one of my favorite shows, is very funny. Larry David find, puts himself in a situation where he puts his foot in his mouth, and he's just embarrassed, or he just can't understand. Like, that's what that show is. It's so funny, though. It's a, it's a, it's the best. And that and that and with that show we learned that we're like, oh, Jerry Seinfeld's not that funny. He's just yeah. pretty good at stand up, but dude, it was he, all dude, Larry David. Larry David was that was yeah. the actual genius behind. And George Costanza is supposed to be him, really, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a caricature. Did of he Larry ever? David. Did he ever like actually live with his parents? Do you think? Do you think there was a stretch of time where Larry mm. David was like? No, you know, I don't know that parents? much about him. I do know that. When, in the picture. '80s, he used to rock this huge afro though, which was hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever seen that picture? No. Ah, dude. I know what I'm looking Look up that later. up. Look that up. Um, yeah, so I used to watch uh, Simpsons and then Frasier and then MASH would come on. Do you remember MASH? My dad talked it up. I never watched it. So I used to really like MASH. That was from like the 70s originally, wasn't it? So or 80s. It was from the 80s. I think late 70s, early 80s. But the show itself was about the Vietnam War. Yeah. It was like medics in the Vietnam War. However, it was like a sitcom. Yeah, it was like a sitcom that took place in like the medical tents of the Vietnam War. But what was really funny was the show lasted longer than the war. <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, and I remember, like, I used to like the show to an extent, but that show was more or less my sort of whatever the opposite thing of an alarm clock is. It was a reminder, like, okay, it's time to go to bed for school tomorrow, you know? And I remember once I was much older, 
um, my ex-girlfriend's father was in the Vietnam War, and he was saying that the theme song to MASH is a song called Suicide is Painless. And it actually has, I think, words to it. I think I looked it up. I remember listening to the song and just, like, throwing up out of, like, feeling weird about it. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't even make that up. It's a song about suicide I threw up after listening to it. I've never I've never thrown up after hearing You've a song before. You've never been, before. like, so, like, distraught about something? You, like, you threw up? No, no, no. Not from listening to I a have. song. I no. have. Dude, I listened to that song I threw up. I, yeah, okay, I, we, um, yeah, me and the lady watched Jackass Part 3 the other day, Ooh. and there are some moments in there, the unrated version, where you're like, oh, damn, and it's usually is that because, the three, is that the 3D one? Yeah, and oh. it's usually because, like, it, th- when they show, like, cameramen or, like, them when they're about to throw up, and it shows the them peeing, that's when you're just like, woo, yeah, that one, that was, I had to look away for that one, I looked away for that one, because I was certainly about to puke. Check that out. It's awful. Can you see from there? Kind of, sort of. What does it say? No, I'm not going to My eyes it. aren't that nah, good. Nah, forget it. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, that Jackass 3 movie, man, I love that. I love that shit. It's unbelievably funny. And I'm sh- I'm surprised that no one's really t- taken their place, because I know there was it's a ton hard. of copycats. There was a ton of copycats when it was popular, obviously, because any moron with a camera is like, oh, dude, I can do this, you know? They actually used to get a lot of vis- like videos submitted to them, like, and oh, they're like, stop this, guys. Yeah. We're not telling we're, we're you to do this. We're professionals, yeah. Yeah. You know what people, I think, fail to see about um, Jackass is even though it's stupid people doing stupid things just for entertainment's sake, they're actually a bunch of like really brilliant, smart people. Some of them do really stupid things, like they have their share of like addicts on the show. So I'm, so I'm just curious, uh, which, which of that cast would you describe as a quote-unquote brilliant, smart person? I think Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. I think yeah, it Knoxville. would have to be him. I don't know who else you could... Steve-O is pretty, really fucking smart, actually. I really feel like he is smart. He's done the worst... He's made the worst decisions ever made for a person. Don't get me wrong. But the dude is actually really smart. Well, yeah, you could say that about Sean, who I met on the train. It's like, oh, no, he's brilliant. He uh, just made bad well, decisions, and that's why he lives in a tent True story. I'm, I'm pretty smart, but I've, I've made the world's worst decisions. So there's that. So, well, in what sense is, is Knox... Well, did Knoxville start the whole thing? He did. Not only did he start the whole thing, well, then, but then I would say yes. The only is, that is brilliant. Yeah, the only barrier between right now and ha- them making another movie or like show is Knoxville, and he just doesn't want to do it anymore because I think he's getting older. He wants to kind of. Yo, he almost out. got killed by a bull like five times, dude. He broke his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching. There's a YouTube video out there where he explains all of his injuries. This one particular injury he had, I think he was like getting fired. I don't know what happened, but he landed really hard on his. On his butt, and like his penis just started bleeding. <laughs> and he's, and he's, I remember, you know, it's really, dude, Knoxville is so funny, dude. In that movie, in Jackass 3, there's a part where I think he gets bit by a dog or something, and it bites his ass. And so they put him in the ambulance with the EMT who's like putting like, yeah, yeah, on he's his butt. talking about how he's like, working oh, his glutes. He's yeah, like, oh man, I've been doing yeah. squats, <laughs> dude. Okay, you can tell. Funny as shit. Yo, the. What he is fantastic at is how he has um, the one-liners that he has. Like, yeah. in the first movie, when he gets knocked out by Butterbean, it goes unconscious. When he first comes to, he goes, is Butterbean okay? <laughs> yeah. Dude, how Perfect much timing. of a comedic genius do you have to be yeah. to do that? No, it's, it's brilliant. And then um, brilliant. he has another one in, in number three. 
Oh, what was the one? oh yeah, same same sort of deal. He just gets leveled by Jared Allen, um, the professional football player. It's great. I remember. He's that. a great DN for the Minnesota Vikings back then. Then Jack S3D has the. Uh... What did he say when he got up? He said, "Oh no, no." So he gets leveled by him, and then before the next right before the next take, he goes, "Hey, try not to hit me with your purse this time." <laughs> <laughs> It's too funny. Oh, that's that's great. Um, so so he's just he's just stopping the whole thing. No yeah, more jackass. You know they, no more spinoffs. So they've interviewed Steve-O, and Steve-O is saying that like one of the biggest things that was a wake up call was like on the on, on on top of the fact that a lot a lot of them are like are like super drug addicts. Like Bam Margera is like a drug addict. Yeah, he's, he's in a he's in a bad spot. He's he's been in a bad spot. He's his weight gain has gone out of control. Yeah, he, apparently he didn't take the death of. Uh, his boy Ryan Dunn. Shouts out to Ryan Dunn. Rest in peace. He didn't take that too well, and it's just been sort of a dude. Such a weird story then. with Ryan Dunn. So, um, here's what happened. Um, the same ex-girlfriend that I referenced earlier, her brother was really uh, into movies and film in a classic way. And I remember for his birthday one year, uh, his birthday I think is in, a, in November, maybe it's winter time, and. He wanted uh, Ebert, the movie critic. He wanted yeah. his book signed. So, my ex-girlfriend and I made a special effort, paid a bunch of money for this guy's book, and then went to a signing for Roger Ebert. And we met him at the Oak Brook, which is a suburb. Oak Brook Barnes and Noble. Okay. And apparently Ebert had some kind of weird cancer, where they thought they were going to get rid of the cancer by cutting his whole lower jaw out of his mouth. Shut up. I'm not even joking. Have you seen that? Do you know who Roger Ebert is first? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember oh, what he looks like? and Ebert. Yes. Yeah. You remember what he looks like and what he sounds like? Yeah. Did you ever see him without his jaw? No. When we were waiting in line, this lady comes out to talk to everybody and she's like, hey, no photography, no video, do not stare at him. And we're like, what the fuck? Well, why are you even doing this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want people to but stare dude, at him. I remember seeing him jaw. for the book signing and he was such a nice guy, even without a jaw. His upper mouth was intact, but his whole bone structure was out of the lower part of his mouth. So his mouth was just hanging open, and he was just, like, flopping around like a jellyfish. That's so weird. And I remember saying, oh, I'm such a big fan. And he would he would smile a little bit, but it was so weird. Here, let me pull up a picture. That is so weird. I've never seen someone with their let jaw me, taken out before. It was pretty bad. So then what happened was... Hold on. What I found out about... Uh, I think it was Roger Ebert, or who he did it with. Some, he continued on with like another partner. His name escapes me now. Gene Sisko. No, but af- after he passed, he continued with someone else. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Dude! Oh, oh my goodness! If you scroll down those pictures, which you can, I'm like, oh my gosh! That's, I, I don't uh, even need to tell you anymore. Yeah, imagine wow. that talking to you. Wow! It, it was really, really bad. Anyway, so wild. Um, that was right around the time. Not, not too long after that ryan dunn decided to get blackout drunk and drive like 300 miles an hour in his car like 200 miles an hour not 300 200 and he basically drove the car to the point where um there's some kind of uh there's a name for it there's a regulation thing in your engine i think it's called like the governor or something like that yeah yeah. and he took that car to the limit of how fast it would go and he ended up just crashing into this fence off on a dirt road somewhere and I remember Roger Ebert tweeted, like, jackasses shouldn't let other jackasses drive drunk. Man. And that was right after it happened. And I remember, like... Inappropes. The whole community was like, inappropriate. 
We don't even know what the cause of his death was. Yeah, he was in the car and he, like, died from that. But, like, what happened, we don't know. And then, so, like, they made him feel really bad about it. <laughs> and then, guess what? The toxicology report came back. Yep, dude was drunk driving. Like, okay. <laughs> so they're like, oh, well, you can't be mad at Eber too much. Like, he, he fucking called yeah. it. Like, <laughs> Well, I always, like, um, I'm stand up for, a for whatever reason, whenever I, whenever I watch a movie or, like, how I did with, like, that dog shit episode of American Horror Story, whenever I'm done watching it, I always like to look up and see what the reception was to see if, like, am I tripping or, like, what did people think about this? Yeah. And I I learned the other day that uh, there's, like, a list of movies where Siskel and Ebert or just Ebert have admitted that they were wrong on. Oh, Fascinating really? article. Yeah, like, I'm, and, now, and now I can't remember, but, like, there's a lot of famous movies out there that they said were just absolute garbage. And, it's like, and then, like, five years later when they're actually movies that everyone likes they're like oh no i take that back it's like is this guy a good critic then if you if you could be well well i guess movies are so damn subjective and you know we're gonna base every judgment we have on what we like and what we don't and you know obviously we there are certain things that are popular that you know everyday people don't like so i think on that same sort of level there are things that everyone likes that i don't like for example not talking even about movies but um certain trends and things that you know i don't like um i don't really know how to put it but i know that you know for all of the popular movies that there are there's a few popular movies that i just really don't like like everybody loves citizen kane i don't really like it people love jurassic park i thought it was just okay like don't get me wrong like i get the whole appeal of it but um i heard citizen kane is slow as hell well, because it was made in what, like the '30s or something. Yeah, and then the other thing is, like, Yo, it's so funny how slow old movies move. Yeah, you know, another thing is like, I hadn't seen Star Wars until I was much older, like only like three years ago. It was the first time I saw all of the Star Wars. I gotta tell you, it was way overhyped, way overhyped, and everyone loves that movie, dude. You know how many people like? Wait, you, which Star Wars are you talking about? Just the first, the the first trilogy, from the '60s. Four, or five, whatever. and six. Yeah, four, five, six. Overhyped. Yeah, I mean, no, I can I can see that if you're watching it as an adult. Um, overhyped. Yeah, because because the funny yeah the funniest thing about Star Wars is it's really made for children. Like I think George Lucas had like a funny like quote about that where he's like, guys, it's this is for kids. You know, it's like it it really it's you know sci-fi. Yeah. Or no, wait, I, man, I could be hold on, I could be totally wrong about that, but I'm I'm pretty sure Star Wars was originally meant for children. You know, it's you sci-fi know. fantasy. And yet, here we are, where people dedicate their whole lives to like being a oh, fan. People and, take like, it so seriously. So serious. I, re- I remember one of the funniest things that I've ever seen in my whole life was, um, you might have seen it, actually. So, again, I only saw Star Wars for the first time like three years ago. And I remember when Episode 1 come out, or was coming out, like uh, it was such a big deal. Episode huge one, huge deal. Well, that was yeah, that was a huge deal because it was the first one since like seventy something. Right, and I remember there was a video that was made for the Conan O'Brien show with Triumph the du- the dog. Do you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, Triumph the, pup, the, the comic puppet. dog. Yeah. Oh, the dude, cigar. It's so funny. He he went to the Star Wars opening of Episode One. It was making fun of all of the fans, all <laughs> of them. Oh, such a good video. Highly recommended. I love Star Wars Episode One. Yeah. Because I, I, I was raised on episodes four, five, and six, so like I watched them when I was five years old, and so I say, loved it, man. When you say you loved were raised them. on them, what do you actually? They were mean? always running in the like, VCR. That was like one of the few movies that we had that I, we would just watch over and over and so over you're again. Because my uh, my dad's a Star Wars head. So you're good with us using your last name. That's good to know. 
No, no, I didn't say it. Well, people don't know what it is anyway. They'll misspell it now. It was really like, funny. Is um, when I when I spell it for people, they spell it back to me wrong. So what? Yeah. How does that work? It's I spell it to them, and they're like, "Oh, you mean this or that?" And I'm like, "No." So true story. We had this third fishing bro, and he's no longer with us. When I say that, he's just he's dead to me. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, he's still alive. For he's the, for walking the, around the office. Yeah, for the longest time. <laughs> I used we to see call him every day. this guy, Jeff. I'm not bleeping that out. Bleep Fuck that you. out. Fuck you. I'll do what I want. Remember, I used to call you until one day. He was like, dude. I, I don't know if it was him or Ruru. One of them was like, dude, his name is not. <laughs> I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, what do you think I'm making that joke for? Like, I'm trying to piss him off. It was hilarious. It was funny. Just like last week. Just like last week, some people who are on my floor this guy who i who was on my he was on my softball team i talked to him every single day he's he, and dude just I, last week he found out oh and i'm like guys it's it's it written could be there. worse though man no could no be, i'm not bitching and moaning let We're me ask you let me ask you this it. question I'll, I'll believe out your name if you really want me to but well, let me ask you this if you could choose your last name what would you choose for that name to be or choose your middle name uh i i would probably like uh like like pussy crush something like that so it'd be like jeff pussy crush uh, jeff pussy crush that'd be a pretty good one really just something so that ladies know what's up so I, they, they can stop doubting me you know Jesus Christ. and you think if you put that in your name but maybe if you spell it like p-u-s-i-c-r-u-c-h pussy crush not s-h i think i think that that that's what i would do well what, what, what would you change your name to not pussy crush. Well, that's that's what I, that's what <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. That's what I'm going as. That's what I'm going as. I'm not on that the vulgar of an individual, guys. Um, DJ Pussy Crush. No, I I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. This guy says I'm not that vulgar. Oh jeez. I'm not that vulgar. Oh wait, we're I'm out. Like, I'm like, out, <laughs> out here in the Midwest. We we don't we don't like the off color comedy out here in the Midwest. <laughs> we just like to have a glass. Like, listen, like, I like you to- know. You know, maybe you go to the maybe you go to the uh, VFW. Maybe maybe you have a few too many Coors Lights, and you could say some jokes when the ladies aren't in the room. But here Jeff, when you're broadcasting, you, you can't go to the be disco, talking about can't be talking about vaginas like that. <laughs> Jeff, you go to the discotheca, you you lose focus about who you are as an individual. Discotheca. <laughs> I had a discotecas serious, are bad ass. I had a, a conversation about. I had a conversation about discotecas once, and uh, oh, there is something I want to talk to you about after this. But somebody's trying to argue with me that a discotheca is a store to buy like music. Who is but this it's a club. moron? It's a club. Who is this moron? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Anyway, so no, you buy you buy sluts there. Have you ever had a situation where Cokes. there's a group of people who think they're so right they won't even be open to being wrong about something? Yeah, that's like 90% of people walking around on this earth. Yeah. yeah. So, get this. So, in the English language, there's an expression. It's called shitting the bed. Yes. I shit the bed. Yeah. You really shit the bed. Of course. Okay. In Spanish, specifically from Spain, there is a saying. Cago en la leche. Yes! Yes, god damn it. I'm so happy that you know that saying. I'm so happy you've heard it. And so I was telling one of my coworkers in my pod today, I was like, oh, man, 
It's so funny how we have the saying, like, shit the bed, because she said shit the bed. I'm like, in Spanish, they have a similar saying that says, cague la leche or cago la leche, you know? Mm-hmm. It's either I shit, I shit the milk or I, or I will shit the milk. And it's sort of like a reaction, right? I always thought it was cago en la leche. He shat in the milk. Like, he really shit the bed. This uh, one, he shat the in the way, milk. The context that I've heard it in is cagastas la leche, which is you shit the milk, or is something, something upset me, cago en la leche. Like, I will shit the milk. Yeah. In so, the, um, yeah, go ahead. No, so I told this to my one coworker who does not speak Spanish. All of a sudden, I've got three native Spanish speakers. One from Venezuela, and then two other from Mexico, saying that that's not a saying. Oh, damn. I got to introduce the Venezuelan to uh, our Ecuadorian friend. But go ahead. Yeah, so anyway, the three people are like, oh, I speak Spanish as a native speaker. That's not a saying. I'm like, it's not a saying for you, but this is a saying, even if you haven't heard of it. And they all like teamed up, and they just decided it wasn't a thing. So I go back Story to Story of my entire life, bro. As a so gringo, I go back to my gringo desk. who studied Spanish, you're never, ever right about anything you've heard from native, yeah. native speakers. Other native speakers from other countries are like, well, I, my, me, madre never said that, so mm, it's not so a thing, and you're wrong. I go back to my fucking <laughs> desk to prove them wrong, and I bring up a YouTube video of specifically Antonio Banderas, who is a Spaniard. He is a Spaniard. Talking about Muy cago sexy. en la leche. Right? So, I, I send them this link to this YouTube video at the point in time in the video where he addresses that particular phrase and says what it means and defines it. Do you know that none of them even wanted to open the link because they're so close-minded about being wrong? Yeah. Oh, we've already decided that that's not a thing. It's like, fuck you, you know? I, yeah, man. I, I understand you 100% on not this only that, but as it's a like, gringo who studied Spanish. Even in America. Studied there, abroad there in certain, Spain. Dude. I used to teach class to native Guatemalans. And, yeah, every single – Puerto Ricans will tell you you're wrong. You know, it, it'll – you know. Whatever. It, yeah, it, people from different countries will say no, absolutely not, and you're wrong, and I'm not. I won't hear of it. You yeah. know, it's really funny yeah. too, because like, there's even things within America that we'll say in one part of the country, we won't say in another part. Yeah, like oh, that store's kitty corner to uh, our office. Yeah, like, what the fuck or, are you saying? Or we refer to people our own age as kids. Oh, you know that kid over there did this, that. They don't do that in other places. Or if you're from New England, you'll say, oh, that that guy's wicked smart. Like, to say wicked like that? Like, they yeah, don't do that that's here. only Boston, yeah. That's mm-hmm. like Boston. Like, they don't do that shit here. Yeah, like, Boston and North, yeah. We don't play that shit in the right. so, like, if City you, metropolitan if you area. Talk to somebody from Texas. If, if there's a Texan that's, like, visiting England, mm-hmm. and somebody says, oh, you, you know, we use this phrase wicked, the Texan is going to be like, I'm a native speaker. We don't say that shit. It's yeah, like, yeah. the fuck you don't. It's so annoying, dude. Right? It is so damn annoying. Yeah, story of my life. They just won't even. It they won't hear really, of it at all. It made me really kind of frustrated. Like, yeah, no, that happened in uh, a. In be my open team. to being wrong. B, if I give you a source, they won't even look at it. Yeah, don't even, like they don't. Yep. Not only did they not look at it, they're like, well, Antonio Banderas doesn't really speak Spanish. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, oh my god, dude, this guy's a, it's a celebrity endorsement oh my talking god, specifically. Dude. Like, here's the thing: if you're gonna have an intelligent debate, even if there is a disagreement, if there's an intelligent disagreement, you say your point. You say your source. I had a point, and I have a source. They had their counterpoint, but they had no source besides their own anecdotal. They don't want. I've hear never it. heard of that before. They don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's like, um, yeah, back home in, in New York City, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans will call each other Papi or Papa like all the time. And then when I said that to like my uh, roommate's friend over here, they're like, "Oh, you're weird. Like no one's ever said that before ever in the history of that's speaking never Spanish been done. ever." I'm like, "No, Dominicans and like Puerto Ricans say it. Look, What's you can it hear like? it in this song, and then they don't. They just don't." They don't want to hear it. Yeah, what's My it, skin like, is white. Like, they don't want to hear like it. 20 or 30 different songs, or I'm sorry, 
20 or 30 different countries speak Spanish, and they're so stupid about, like, yeah, we, we have the same phrases regardless of the country. Like, no, you don't. Like, even amongst Americans speaking English. Yeah. Even no, if it's you goddamn were, like, frustrating. Even right? if you were to compare America English versus, like, UK English, there's still differences. How about the phrase, taking a piss? We don't use that in America, really. But over there, they do, right? Well, in, uh, yeah, in Ireland, you can give someone the piss. That means, like, busting their balls, you know? Yeah, I mean, you could say, you're you're pulling my plonker. Like, we don't have that here. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I've never heard that one. <laughs> you're, you're pulling me plonker. Oh, I'm using that in the office. I'm going to use that in, like, corporate Gordon, emails. Gordon Ramsay said it, dude. Gordon I'm Ramsay. i official office emails now. The, uh, yeah, no, slang is so funny, though. Like, some slang terms are just, like, amazing. Like, you can't stop saying them. Uh, who has great slang? Yo, you want to hear a weird one is one of my friends from college. She studied abroad in Colchester, England. And she said they they do Cockney rhyming slang. Have you heard of this? I've heard of Cockney slang, but not rhyming slang. But I would love to hear it. This is bananas. What they do is they'll say something completely different, but rhymes with what you're trying to say. So, for example, if they're like, oh, where's Frank? Instead of saying, like, oh, he's up the stairs, they'll say, oh, he's apples and pears. I have heard that. It's so weird. I'm like, how the fuck does anyone know what anyone's talking about when <laughs> all it does is rhyme and there's no wow how weird is that it's pretty weird. That, that one blew my mind because I, yeah i i have no idea how you can possibly figure out what someone's talking about only if it's like such a predictable phrase you know what's really funny is i've been accused of having an accent more than once what and kind just not even like a Chicago accent, because a lot of people misinterpret Chicago accents. I was born and raised here. I've never left. Like, I've gone on vacation and stuff, but I'm this is me, right? And I remember there's at least one of my ex-girlfriends used to say, I used to have a certain way of saying things. I just never understood it. Like, what does that mean? No, I hear a slight Chicago accent. And I think overall, overall, I think accents in this country are getting less and less. I think everyone speaks sort of yeah. similar now. If, if you and I, you know, if I were to move here and be talking to you in the, I think, 70s or like 60s or 70s, I think our accents would be a lot more pronounced. Probably. But it's, we're more homogenized now, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. In fact, I remember I asked somebody, like, what does a Chicago accent sound like? And you know what they did? They did that SNL sketch where it was like Chris Farley dressed uh, up. Ah, bears. Yeah. yeah, like we don't sound like that. Who sounds like It's only like in that? certain things you can hear it's that. It's like maybe like maybe like an older soccer mom like maybe sounds like that. But yeah. like nobody sounds like that. He said he wanted 10 grand for that load. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I uh, for, for starters, I can I don't think I can get my voice that high even like on an imitation level. A funny one is uh, "ope." You ever hear that? They say people from the Midwest will go "ope." Like no, I'll, never... I'll even I'll even do that sometimes when you almost bump into someone. You go "ope." I've <laughs> never heard. I've never heard that. Yeah, I have heard that. Like in Canada, like when they say "sorry," they say "sorry." Oh, oh, I don't know about that one. I don't know yeah. about that one. I don't know about a boot. I don't know about yeah. They I don't say know about that one, and that's that's an interesting one too because Canadians get pissed when we say a boot because they're like no it's not like a boot it's like a boat like a boat that's on the water and when you hear him it's like oh yeah it is like when you watch hockey and you listen to players talk they're like oh yeah you know he did that a boat that it's more <laughs> boat than boot but uh it's a I funny no accent i i've caught myself saying sorry more than sorry i've caught myself doing I've, it. I've i'll be like sorry 
Like, sorry, but it's yeah, like... Yeah, no. It's only, I only hear that little bit of Chicago come out on certain words. Just like how I I'm not like, hey, words. I'm from New York over here. And I'm not like, ah, he's wicked smart. You know, like, it's, it's all, you know... I yeah. feel like people don't really talk like that. that I don't much think anymore. people really talk like that. And if they do, it's like they do. They're putting weird. it on. A lot of people, a lot of fake ass oh, yeah. motherfuckers, put it on, especially when they're talking about where they're from. It's like stop. Yeah. Stop. Hell yeah. Ten out of ten. Dude, there must be a serious anyway. for broadcasting that to the nation. I'll cut Frank. it out, you fucking wiener. Dickhole. You cock sucking. Is that a what? What do we got on time here? We've got another ten minutes or so. I would say. How many hot button issues I got left on my list? Oh man, there's so many. Do you have a list? There are so many hot button issues. Give me the hottest button issue. So you, I know, <coughs> I know you're not big on the drugs, but have <coughs> you ever Sorry. have you ever fallen prey to uh, the perils of tobacco? Me? No. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never smoked a day in my life. Never. Never. Not, not tobacco, not weed, nothing. Yeah. Cause Go I, ahead. I say, yeah, I, I used, yeah, I used to smoke cigarettes. I stopped that. Then when I came here, I was sitting across from a guy who would be dipping all the time. I was like, "Oh man, I forgot about dip." So I got back. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You told I, me. I got I got back. Yeah, and I got back on the dip. And it's funny because I just assumed like a lot of people out here did it. Just turns out that only that guy and like another guy who I sat next to I've only known, at that time was doing it. It's really not as big as you would think, dude. I I've only known in my entire life. I've only one guy. I've known one guy that dipped. He's this douchebag named Jeremy from my one job at Partstown. <laughs> he would be a douchebag named Jeremy. And he was like this Asian guy who used to think he was better than everyone. And he used to tell you to your face. like Asians better are better than, than everyone, Frank. Let's, well, let's like, just, he would let's tell just you to your face, like, I'm, I'm better than you. And like I remember like – They do everything better. He used to like like speed walk around the whole warehouse. Like his whole thing was like <laughs> – He would do everything he, a lot more efficiently than well, <laughs> everyone else. I don't remember With exactly what his and position discipline. was. All I remember is this dude – Wanted to feel and look more important, so he would speed walk everywhere. And he'd get there. Well, that's just a smart move. That's how you get promoted. He'd be really like short with you and be like, "Okay, this, this, and this. Okay, goodbye." And he would just turn around and walk away. And I remember, but you could tell he's just being fake about it. Oh, he was he was a super fake douchebag. Like I had never respected that guy. But I remember he used to walk around with like this Dunkin' Donuts cup, and he pretended he was sipping coffee, he's but really he, he was dipping and he was spitting in this coffee cup. So like, there's a, there's nasty. a difference in there's a difference in the way like you move with the cup, you know. Mm-hmm. But he would, <laughs> he would like go to sip it, but he'd be dipping. Like, he'd be spitting out. And that's the worst mistake you could possibly make is when you take that sip and it's just dip spit. Woof. Yuck. One of my, uh, yeah, one of my buddies did that when it was a can, it was a PBR can full of dip spit and cigarette butts. And he, yeah, he was vomiting uncontrollably. And if you just bring it up to him to this day, he'll, he'll puke. <laughs> he got, he took a full swig of that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. That, Shouts out, shouts out to uh, my boy Big Mac back down in the 203 Pistol Wave in New Haven. Shout out to what Big up? Mac. He's working for the city now. <laughs> <laughs> he has like, oh he has my like some, God. it's funny because, uh, yeah, him and my other boy Tony. Um, nah, I've already said too much. But anyway, he's got a, it's funny because he has a pretty decent job. But yeah, isn't I mean, it funny I, now, like seeing uh, all the, all the dumbasses you used to hang out with back in the day got, uh, are like important people now? trying to think i don't know man like it was it's really funny excuse me well man i'm like burping um no it's really kind of funny when i look at uh like specifically some of the people i did not like in high school like they're still not better people or like i don't want to say somebody's good a good or a bad person i should take that back i I will say that frank there are people that i did not get along with in high school and i see them in social media and stuff 
and I still wouldn't get along with him. Like, things haven't changed, you know? Like, it's really funny. There was this kid that we used to hang out with. His name is John, and I'm pretty confident he'll never listen to this podcast. You mean the one who used to be on this cast? No, no, not that John. This guy's name, that's John Coyle. I'm talking about this guy that I went to high school with. What up, John Coyle? Come back on. We, we want you to come back on. You're welcome anytime. Standing invite. Come on I want to, to meet me, John. you. I want to meet you. Anyway, come I'm on talking my about chest, this kid. John. His name was John. Come on my face and my chest, John. Ugh. Go ahead, Frank. His name was John. This kid was so stupid. We used to call him. In high school, we used to call him Pole Smoke because he was so <laughs> fucking stupid. And I remember. Great dude, I remember. I love nicknames. This fucking guy used to be so butthurt about being called Pole Smoke. But at the same time, he was so fucking dumb. I remember this one day where we were really laying into him hard to the point where, like, I had to apologize, right? And we used to take lunch together. Like, he used to be, like, one of my lunch buddies. And after lunch, he's like, I got to go to my locker. We're like, all right. So he, like, goes to his locker. And I'm standing next to him. I'm like, man, listen, I'm really sorry about the whole pole smoke thing. Like, it's just really funny. And he's trying to do his combination. He's not getting it right. And we're, and he just keeps going. He's like, man, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with my combination. And I'm thinking, like, man, maybe you really are a pole smoke. Turns out he was at the locker that was next to his own. <laughs> but how many times? So how many times? Did this he guy do had it? no aspirations for college, uh, and what he ended up doing was going to the military. Because what the fuck else are you gonna do if you don't have aspirations for college? It's, it's great, man. There's a reason why people do it. Is they right. hook you it's like up? They. Man. they like he they hook you the fuck up whatever. when you go to the military. So uh, he goes to the military, and then he he leaves. We all like go our separate ways, whatever. We lose touch. And I remember I talked to him maybe like two or three years ago, because I'm out of sc- I'm out of high school like what like ten plus years. So I talked to him like two or three years ago, and after I talked to him, I'm like, all right, man, I'll I'll see you later, man. It was good catching up with you, pulled smoke. Oh my god, was he still so butthurt about it years later, dude? He's a grown man. Veteran, <laughs> I call him Pole Smoke. Like, That's Sergeant Pole Smoke to you, Frank. He's like, he's like, he's like, haha. He's like, I find that funny, but never use that word again with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna actually, I was gonna ask you like what you want to title this episode, but I'm thinking Pole Smoke is a winner now. <laughs> Sergeant Pole Smoke. Sergeant Pole Smoke. <laughs> I don't even know if he made it to Sergeant Man. His, fam- his, his family's kind of weird. Like, I actually knew him through his brother, Aaron. And Aaron was a cool-ass dude. And Aaron and I used to get along really, really nicely. Like, we were really good friends in high school. And he went to the military, too. And, like, we lost touch. And I want to say, like, 2010, Aaron was going to get married, right? So I got a Facebook message from his fiance asking if I would like to go to their wedding. Because, like, I guess we're that much of friends or something like that. I was like, yeah, sure. So the, the fiancé sent me an invitation that I got. And the wedding invitation was like, please RSVP by such and such a date. And I was just really busy, so I didn't RSVP right away. Do you know, like, his wife chatted me, like, on Facebook Messenger. Like, at first I was like, hey, you know, I need you to I need you to RSVP. And I was looking at the invitation, and it wasn't in Illinois. It wasn't from his hometown. It's like in fucking California, I think, or something like that. It's not here. Oh, shoot. And I'm, I was just like, listen, I'm like, you know, I didn't know it was going to be in, like, California, or I didn't know it was going to be, like, far away. I'm like, as much as I like Aaron, like, I might have to respectfully decline because of, the, you know, the distance and stuff. And at that point in time in my life, I wasn't financially as well off as I am now. So, like, it's not like I could just jump on a flight. So, 
I remember his wife tried to tell me off <laughs> because she went through the trouble of making an invitation for me. And I'm just like, what yep. the fuck? Yep. Weddings are a big goddamn deal. They're the most important thing in the world for well, some people. I think so too, but at the same time, I think if and when my time comes, it's just going to be a simple thing. Like, I might even... I don't I don't really think I want to just go to Vegas and do it, but, like, it would be really small. Like, I don't need the whole world coming yeah. It's not for us, man. It's for for the ladies. So the lady, I mean, well, you gotta find generally a, speaking... Well, Jeff, you got to find a woman before you talk about getting married, though. It's a, I didn't say I was getting married. <laughs> I didn't say... What? That's my worst nightmare, as a matter of fact. Well, but... You, got some you know, issues. you know, you know it's all about them. I mean, come on. I know it's all about them. They are just... We, we got to close every, up. Like, I mean, come on. You want to close up? Close up shop. This is our shortest episode, but I got we got to put this equipment away. Let's lock it up. Um, yeah. So well, hold on. Let me let me let me close with this. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can absolutely find us on one of fourteen different avenues of podcast. If you listen to a fourteen podcast, motherfucking avenues. If you listen to podcasts, how many more do you want? You fucks. If you like podcasts, no matter what your avenue is, pretty sure we're gonna be there. Spotify rules. Spotify. I like Spotify. Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can go to this website and like listen to us. Um, the other thing is too, we actually still have the email address, which is active, which is Superballs Cat Podcast at Gmail. We also have the Twitter, which I thought was taken down, but it's still active. So if you want to tweet to Superballs Cast, Superballs Cast, not Superballs Podcast Twitter, Superballs Cast, we're still available, I guess, on there. So I looked at at Superballs Cast. And you Let's can get... find us on Facebook. Facebook is the best way because we'll see that right away. Jeff, I added you as an admin. Did you accept the fucking invitation? I did accept it and did nothing with it. I got to get on the social media presence. There's there's a lot there's a lot of work to be done. It's all in the works. We're getting right. it, getting it. We're getting it all. Uh, we're getting it all together here. Yeah. So uh, find us on Facebook. That's the best way. Um, so far, yeah, we, we've enjoyed doing this. Uh, we're gonna bring some guests on very soon. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out. We'll make it happen. Right. Shouts out to the fans. Shouts out to all the super ballers who were there since day one. We shout love out, you guys. Shout out to our nine current subscribers, actually. Hell yeah. Yo, we should, at some point, at, we should, we should, re- <laughs> at some point, we got to make, like, an exclusive, like, exclusive, like, nine items, like, nine rings to rule them all. We'll make them out of solid gold. So, if you guys are one of the original nine super ballers listening right now, Know that we promise you on record, we're, we will mail you a solid gold ring <laughs> on, Frank's dime, on no, Frank's dime. Just pay for it. No, Yeah, I got in there you first. Can't, you can't come up with the idea and then put it on my paycheck. Well, I mean, it's a brilliant idea, man. It's a brilliant idea. Solid gold class rings. The original class of 19. All right, guys. Outside of that, we hope you have a good and safe night. Jeff Love has, you guys. Drive safe. Drive safe. I used to say, say hi to your moms for me. But don't. I don't say that anymore. It's oh, lame. you've grown. You've grown and become more mature. Yeah, something like that. Um, don't drink Four loco and drive. There <laughs> is alcohol in it. Who the fuck drinks Four loco? That shit's gross. Fucking loser. Nah, it's, just, it's, it's a cool guy drink. <laughs> it's a cool guy drink. All right, well, yeah, definitely stay away from Four loco unless you want headaches and I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're going to close up here. Uh, reach out when you can. Uh, Jeff is always looking to uh, – we're actually going to be doing – uh, within the next couple episodes here, I want to get to live streaming. So we're going to live stream. We're going to be taking calls. That'll happen in a month or less. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Hell yeah. Can't wait. We're going to have a dedicated phone number. So until then, and until next time, this is Jeff and Frank signing off. Super Balls. Super Balls Podcast. Super Balls Podcast, everybody. 
See you later. Yeah,